Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hiring and pay gains cool off. Your news update and we go to Vegas on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for January 7th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. America's employers added a solid 223,000 jobs in December, evidence that the economy remains healthy even as the Federal Reserve is rapidly raising interest rates to try to slow economic growth and the pace of hiring. With the companies continuing to add jobs across the economy, the unemployment rate fell from 3.6% to 3.5%, matching a 53-year low, the Labor Department said Friday. All told, the December jobs report suggested that the labor market might be cooling in a way that could aid the Fed's fight against high inflation. Last month's gain was the smallest in two years, and it extended a hiring slowdown that began last year. An average hourly pay growth eased to its slowest pace in 16 months. That slowdown could reduce pressure on employers to raise prices to offset higher labor costs. Personal emails linked to 235 million Twitter accounts hacked some time ago have been exposed, according to Israeli security researcher Alon Gall, making millions vulnerable to having their accounts compromised or identities exposed if they have used the site anonymously to criticize oppressive governments, for instance. Gall, who is the co-founder and chief technology officer at cybersecurity firm Hudson Rock, wrote in a LinkedIn post this week that the link will unfortunately lead to a lot of hacking, targeted phishing, and doxing. While account passwords were not leaked, malicious hackers could use the email addresses to try to reset people's passwords or guess them if they're commonly used or reused with other accounts. It was a tragically high price to pay for catching a suspected car thief, two innocent teenagers dead and a police officer jailed, facing serious charges for a car crash that resulted from the pursuit. Maggie Dunn, 17, and Caroline Gill, 16, who were cheerleaders for their high school in the southern Louisiana town of Bruseley, died in the collision Saturday. They're the latest fatalities among hundreds every year attributed to accidents involving police pursuits. Many police departments have tightened their policies on such pursuits in recent years, however, National Highway Transportation Safety data shows that 455 deaths were tied to police pursuits in 2020. The Louisiana case is unusual in that the local prosecutor says the officer, 42-year-old David Cawthron, acted so recklessly that he should face charges and is preparing to ask a grand jury to consider bringing them. 
A man passed out in the bushes outside the Milwaukee Brewer Stadium after a game and upon awakening, entered the team's clubhouse and stole electronics, a credit card, team memorabilia, and other items, according to a criminal complaint. The complaint says the man attended a September 8th doubleheader against the San Francisco Giants at Milwaukee's American Family Field, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reported. He said he drank at least 10 beers, passed out, woke up, and got back inside the stadium by pulling on a door until it opened. He found his way to the clubhouse and started taking stuff from the locker room, the complaint said. A team strength coach says items taken from his office included a laptop, iPods, headphones, a passport, and a credit card. More after this on Arbitrage News Weekend. Stick around because there's more with me and Royce, and it's all a lot of fun. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's ArbitrageTrade.com blog includes, You put lead in my chocolate? Get it's unleaded. It. Huh? It's, it's unleaded. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I'd like unleaded chocolate, please. It's not exactly the point. Oh, okay. Well, but, continue. Yeah. Get you some of that sweet EV cash. And pack your bags. We're going to Vegas. Again? Unrelated. Unrelated. Okay. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the CEO and president of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, do you like chocolate? Actually, it's one of my favorite things. You might like it a little less after this uh, article. Um, Doubtful. Yeah, Ari sprung this one on me last week, and uh, I actually had a couple of comments on it uh, about how uh, how they did not need to know this about their chocolate. Um, so I got a question. Yeah, who, which brand? So a lot of brands. Oh, don't tell not, me that. A lot of brands. Reese's. Uh, well, when we actually, I didn't see that one. Woohoo! I'm um, safe. Peanut butter you, cups rule. <laughs> if you want to know more about this, it is on our blog at uh, arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. However, uh, yeah, we we had an article last week that Ari did about heavy metals found in chocolate. Uh, Consumer wow. Reports tested 28 dark chocolate bars from a variety of brands and found that all of the bars contained cadmium and some of them contained lead. Now, is this unusual? Kind of. Um, both metals are able to contaminate the cocoa, the cocoa beans naturally through the soil. Is this a big, uh, big deal? Well, it kind of is, actually. And that's why uh, some people are suing Hershey. Um, oh, that rocks. Yeah. yeah. Or is it metal? I need to know. It's it's, it's lead and cadmium, man. Oh. Which could cause uh, major adverse health events. Uh, I to name exposure, my bad, lead and cadmium. Exposure to <laughs> a lot of it um, could cause some uh, some medical symptoms in uh, children and pregnant women. 
I'm not okay with that. Now I'm mad. No, uh, could could cause problems with brain development, which is why, uh, which is why, um, uh, you know, Consumer Report kind of kind of had on this said that uh, said that uh, Hershey's Special Dark Mildly Sweet Chocolate Bar had 265 percent of the maximum allowable dose of lead. Wow, that didn't even you know push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, you know, everything that's considered fun should be enjoyed in moderation. But to take a, a, a large amount of this chocolate could be uh, could be trouble. Well, so. sounds like uh, I will be sticking to other brands. Um, did they have any brands that they said did not have any trace elements of such lead and cadmium? Actually, they they tested Godiva, Lint, Trader Joe's, Hershey's, and who? Um, also, uh, Lily's. Uh, but they noted that uh, Ghirardelli uh, was considered a safer choice. Oh, so, okay. you, like I said, if you want more information about that, you can go to arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog. Um, where we have now two articles on this. So anyway, I gotta get some more reading in. Um, I prefer milk chocolate, so I think I'm okay. Hey, peanut butter and chocolate. Mm. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. More yeah, after this. You got your chocolate and my peanut hey, butter. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. January is a tricky time for retailers. Sure, people come to stores with gift cards in hand, and they may spring for workout clothes or other items to follow through on New Year's resolutions, but the next two weeks are pretty harsh for retail workers. They're a big time for returns. Unwanted clothes, appliances, doodads, and gadgets are all getting brought back to stores with requests for some kind of refund instead. And this year is on track to be a record year for returns since we saw record-breaking holiday spending. According to Forbes, Americans are expected to return about 18% of the items they purchased over the holiday shopping season this year, or about $171 billion worth of stuff. The only problem? The retailers don't want it back. 
Even though retailers never enjoy taking back the tsunami of things that get returned after the holidays, they have reason to be distinctly less excited this year. They worked hard to clear out stores and warehouses bursting with excess inventory. A lot of them turned to huge markdowns to get rid of the stuff, putting a dent in profit margins. Which is why, in an effort to mitigate costs, about 60% of retailers are tightening their return policies, according to GoTRG, a company that helps big box stores process returns. Over 41% of retailers are now charging for return shipping, up from 33% last year, and many are also adding restocking fees. On the upside, another tactic gaining traction is to simply let customers keep items while at the same time issuing a refund. That way, retailers never have to see the merchandise again. So-called returnless refunds hit $4.4 billion in 2021, and roughly one quarter of retailers are now employing that strategy in some way, which means you might end up getting a full refund while still hanging on to that unwanted gift. Hey, if you try selling it online, you could nearly double your money. Yet there are signs that shoppers may be running out of gas. Credit card balances have ticked up, personal saving rates have fallen, and sales of big ticket items like jewelry and electronics have weakened. Plus, American spending spree during the earlier years of the pandemic, fueled by stimulus money, boredom, and socked away savings, have made for tough comparisons. Retailers enter 2023 reckoning with the fact that store traffic already lagged during peak weeks of the holiday season. Across six retailers, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Nordstrom's, Kohl's, and Macy's, foot traffic dropped by an average of 3.22% year over year for the weeks from Black Friday through the week of Christmas, according to data from Placer.ai an analytics firm that uses anonymized data from mobile devices to estimate overall visits to locations. It also declined by nearly 5% when compared to pre-pandemic patterns. Now, retailers are more on edge. It seems like a lot of the brands are anticipating a bigger thud in January, said Stacy Woodlitz, president of SW Retail Advisors, a consulting firm. She has noticed more retailers are dangling gift cards to drum up sales. For instance, Urban Outfitters owned retail chain Anthropology on Friday offered 50 bucks toward a future purchase. More after this. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Royce, are you still interested in buying an electric car? I know we've talked about this a few times. I'm just curious to see if you're if you're still up for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah? I like, I like electric vehicles. Would you like to get a tax credit with your electric vehicle? Um, who wouldn't like a tax credit at this time of year? Right. So many Americans qualify for a tax credit now uh, of up to $7,500 for buying an electric vehicle. But there is a lot of but to this. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's a complex requirement uh, structure here. Why is it complex? Why can't it be ever easy to get money? Who knows? Who knows, man? So uh, the the Treasury Department has talked about this uh, ad infinitum, ad nauseum. Uh, beginning in 2023, looks like uh, you can uh, get tax credits for EVs purchased for commercial use, Ooh. even if they are foreign-made. However, the way the tax credit works uh, for for this tax credit um, it has to be made in North America, which knocks out uh, several EV models made by Kia, Hyundai, Audi. For example, they won't qualify because they're made outside of North America. So, kind of interesting there what they've done. Um, but, like I said, it's only certain certain vehicles, you know, uh, electric vehicles, plug-in gas hybrids, uh, hydrogen fuel cell vehicles, uh, also, a used uh, used vehicle credit of $4,000 would be available there. Uh, it is really complicated, though, like I said. So, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, and with, uh, with Tesla having their issues, uh, not only with their, their uh, founder and CEO, but uh, apparently they missed a delivery target and the stocks have gone, to, gone into the toilet. I mean, I imagine that a lot of people are going to be going to be trying to take advantage of this with non-Tesla stuff. Um, for example, uh, GM has some EVs that are uh, assembled in North America, batteries in North America, um, and initially, because they don't have battery plants in North America, uh, you'll only get half of that tax credit. Now. Um, 2025, they are building their new battery plants in Tennessee, and, and I believe it was North Carolina. Uh, so we'll, we'll see that pop up for GM EVs. Uh, 
but uh, seems like a great time to buy an EV as long as you buy the right EVs. Um, well, right now, buying stuff sounds scary. Yeah. Now, now here is a caveat as well. There, there's another one. There's another catch. Okay. Yeah. So um, you want a really nice Tesla, right? A Tesla S. Yes. Which last time I checked, the sticker price was around at least with the the huge one, the really nice one, a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. If I remember Ooh. correctly. Yeah, that's that's a, mm. yeah. No yeah. tax credit. What? No tax credit. Uh, right. New sedans can't have a sticker price above $55,000. Pickup trucks, SUVs, and vans can't be over $80,000. So that also knocks out the new Rivian truck. Uh, so only Tesla's 3 and Y will be eligible. That hurts my heart. Right? More about this uh, on our blog at arbitragetrade.com. More after this. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. A group of video game testers is forming Microsoft's first labor union in the U.S., which will also be the largest in the video game industry. The Communication Workers of America said Tuesday that a majority of about 300 quality assurance workers at Microsoft video game subsidiary ZeniMax Studios has voted to join the union. Microsoft already told the CWA that it would accept the formation of the union at its Maryland-based video game subsidiary, fulfilling a promise it made to try to build public support for its $68.7 billion acquisition of another big game company, Activision Blizzard. Microsoft bought ZeniMax for $7.5 billion in 2021, giving the Xbox maker control of ZeniMax's well-known game publishing division Bethesda Softworks and popular game franchises such as The Elder Scrolls, Doom, and Fallout. Senior game tester Wayne Dayberry said in an interview with the Associated Press that the unionization campaign began before Microsoft took over and reflected workplace concerns that are common at video game companies. Throughout the industry, the quality assurance departments are treated poorly, paid very little, and treated as replaceable cogs, said Dayberry, who has worked for five years at ZeniMax's Rockville, Maryland headquarters on games such as Fallout, Prey, and The Evil Within. There's not a lot of dignity involved in it, he said. That's something we're hoping to show people in the industry who are in like situations, that if we can do it, they can do it as well. 
the unionization campaign accelerated thanks to Microsoft's ongoing bid to buy California-based game giant Activision Blizzard. Microsoft, which is based in Redmond, Washington, made a June pact with the CWA union to stay neutral if Activision Blizzard workers sought to form a union. The worker-friendly pledge sought to appeal to U.S. regulator concerns under President Biden about the labor implications of massive business mergers, though it didn't stop the Federal Trade Commission from suing last month to block Microsoft's planned Activision Blizzard acquisition. The case has its first scheduled hearing Tuesday and could drag on for months. Two small units of Activision Blizzard workers were the first to certify unions last year in Middleton, Wisconsin and Albany, New York. A third, Boston-based Activision Blizzard subsidiary Proletariat filed a December 27th petition with the National Labor Relations Board to unionize its 57 workers. Microsoft's legally binding neutrality agreement specifically applied to Activision Blizzard workers after the closing of the merger, but it also reflects Microsoft's broader principles on handling unionization, which is still uncommon in the tech and gaming industries. Dayberry said Microsoft's neutrality promise gave workers confidence that there wouldn't be any retaliation or union busting, which there has been none of. Microsoft's green light allowed the ZeniMax union certification to go through a third-party arbitrator rather than the lengthier process typically overseen by the NLRB. They have definitely stood by their word all along, said CWA spokesperson Beth Allen. It's been pretty momentous. More after this. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much, from the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Royce, we need to go to Vegas now. I'm in. Post haste. Let's do it. I have a white tiger that's ready. Sounds good. All right. So that's my lucky charm. The <laughs> the reason why is because uh, CES, the annual tech industry event, formerly known as the Consumer Electronics Show, is this week in Vegas. So oh, excellent. All right. I I always like hearing about stuff. Julio, get the stretch. <laughs> I always like hearing about stuff that comes out of the uh, comes out of the the CES. Um, really neat stuff that's coming out of that. Uh, it looks like things are trying to get back to normal uh, after you know the big C. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, it looks like 
they're so they're saying their goal is going to be a hundred thousand attendees. Oh wow! So that's going to be yeah, that's that's about the right size for Vegas for sure. Right, right. So uh, three thousand companies have signed up, so it looks looks really neat. Of course, oh, nice. you know it, it includes the normal guys like Amazon and Meta and those are uh, normal guys. Sony. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amazon, not the tech. average guy. Have you checked? I mean, Amazon is a is a, a tech company, man. You mean they're not a search engine? Oh wait, I was no. thinking of another company. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the the tech industry's gone uh, through some things over the last you know or the last few years. You know they've had to tighten their belts and things like that. And it's nice to see them stretch their wings as far as showing off what they can do. And uh, that that's one of the reasons why they do these sort of things. Uh, why they do these sort of things is, is so that people can, can uh, you know, get back to kind of normal. Now, I got bad news. Uh-oh. We weren't invited this year. You weren't invited. I'd like to get this I'd like to get this fixed, to be honest with you. I won't tell you the bad news. Were you invited? I can neither confirm nor deny. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Okay, next year it's a live from CES show. Um, no, no, no. <sighs> but I, I can guarantee I will be in Vegas at least three times this year. You, you notice he said he will be in Vegas. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it's not my fault. They go to Vegas. I, I, I just show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the theme of the show this year is something called human security. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're showcasing a lot of big global challenges with this sort of technology mm-hmm. this year, and you know, access to food, healthcare, that sort of thing, uh, to try to get back to kind of basics. Uh, so that sounds really cool. You know, CES has been more focused on convenience and personal tech, so. It's kind of a shift, right? Uh, this is the first time they've had a theme. Um, but, uh, you know, for example, John Deere is going to be showcasing some of their agricultural technology uh, for sustainability and things like that. And other companies uh, got a secure voting technology that they're going to take a look at uh, on the blockchain, by the way. So they're going to be looking at that. We'll be looking more at what's in CES this year as we go along so keep an eye on that um we're looking at a lot of the metaverse as well so prepare for that Ooh, metaverse right right have a great weekend we'll see you next time on arbitrage news i made a cespi with you arbitrage trade analytics llc is a privately held research company arbitrage trade analytics llc is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.